Super Tap Film Club. Join Hollywood Fletch and Malachi as they shine their flickering flashlights into the dark, dark cellars of YouTube, only to reveal tales of vampires, motorcycles, and vampire motorcycles. Dystopian futures seen through the eyes of the 80s. A great fear of the internet and what it will do to our children. Kicks and horrors of all sizes imaginable. And the many, many dangers of heavy metal. Strap yourself in because this is Super Tat Film Club. And the first and only rule of Super Tat Film Club is tell everyone about Super Tat Film Club because it's all street punks and side boobs from here on in. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Malachi J. Matthews and I am joined by Hollywood Fletcher. Hi. Hi, that's a bit of an upbeat one for you today. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? I'm just... You're just recounting your notes there. I'm just high on life. High on life, are you? Yeah. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> November seems to have accidentally been a bit of an action month for it, hasn't it, Fletch? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We had Firepower. Yep. Which came out on Bonfire Night. And it had a wrestler in it. It had a wrestler in it. Double points. Double points. So we've done another film for wrestler in it. Yeah. My... Punisher. Who's got a... oh, Who's the wrestler in this? Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is the one in the fucking 80s one with Dolph Lundgren in it, you silly goose. What? This is Punisher. No, what are we doing this week, Fletch? Punisher. Punisher, pun- Punisher Wars. There's three Punisher films. Yeah. This is the third one. 2008. Oh, I know you've watched the right one, you silly goose. I've seen all of them. Know, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Let's go, man. Let's go. Punisher. Okay, so today we're doing Punisher Vazoni. What are we doing today, Fletch? Punisher! Warzone! Warzone! There we go. God. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you, what, making you watch one of your favourite films? You <laughs> love a bit of Punisher. I do? Well, trivia me, Fletch. Hot, hot trivia. Give it to me. <laughs> I went to see this film in the cinema when it came out. Did you enjoy it? No. Why? Well, I mean, this was a while ago. About 10 years ago. Well, it is about 10 years ago, yeah. Yeah, and um, a lot of this film is influenced yes. by the Garth Ennis Punisher Max run. Right. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Garth well, I'm, I, I, I'm not super familiar. I was really into Punisher a bit before, obviously. I'm a little bit older than you. I always remember it coming out. It was the first comic that my parents were like... This is a bit, it's a bit dark. This one because mm. they just let me buy it anyway. It was twinned with when when you used to do, you remember you used to get like Wolverine and Ghost Rider together in the comic. So uh, do you remember that? Yeah. Back and back, it was Punisher and Archie. A, a Nam, the one that I got. Oh. But yeah, Punisher and Archie was another one they did. But uh, yeah, I remember it from sort of late eighties. So that was a bit after when he te- was it, did he team up with the Max. He's teamed up with everybody. He's teamed up with Batman. Oh, I know that, yeah, but is that the series you're talking about now? No, no, Punisher Max. Oh, Punisher Max. So Max is just 
was just, just mean like, as an extreme because it was the 90s yeah, yeah. exactly and um, Garth Ennis wrote it um, I think there was more than one artist on it but Garth Ennis who wrote Preacher all right, okay. Prime at the moment yeah um, and and The Boys actually no I've not watched either of those yeah well he did The Punisher before yeah. then yeah and it was just quite possibly the most violent thing I've ever seen in my life well, yeah. And it was dark as hell. And the thing is that at the time I watched this film and I could see that they'd taken a lot from that in it. Yeah. But they'd kind of completely... It, it wasn't. It wasn't the same. So no. I was a bit like, well, this isn't the fucking actual fucking Punisher Max though, is it? No. Yeah. It was kind of before I realised that that really doesn't matter. No, no. I mean, I didn't know anything about the backstory of the books with it, so I just... Excuse me. Plus, I also found out there's reason as well. There's a reason why it is the way it is, this film. Why is that? So it's very over-the-top, it's very campy. Mm-hmm. And That's why it's on the list, bab. The original source material is very dark and yeah. very right-wing, right. if you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, vigilante justice and mm-hmm. all that. Um, it's directed by uh, Lexi Alexandra, mm-hmm. and um, I think she's Dutch, is she not? Is she? I can't remember. I don't know where she's from. She's got a really good blog, though. Is she? <laughs> yeah. Um, she makes proper films now, doesn't she? This was, I think, this was one of her first forays into directing. It's, it's what a lot of people do is, well, now superhero films are a lot different. I mean, ten years ago. Well, she'd been stuntmanning and stuff before. Yeah. She'd been doing stunts. She's like a karate kickboxing champion. Oh, she's right. Like, she's kind of like Gary Daniels. She's a bit of a Gary D, is yeah, she? Yeah, if Gary D went on to direct films. Yeah. They were... So she she came on board for the film because it was supposed to be a sequel to the last one. To so the John Travolta one. Yes, yeah. with Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Jane wanted to do it and everything. Thomas Jane has said since that he wanted to do The Punisher again. He even did a short film where he plays. Uh, the yeah, the bootleg one. Um, the uh, Dirty Laundry, it's called. Yeah. But uh, they ended up um, they ended up leaving the project because they didn't like where it was going. Mm-hmm. And she came on board, and then the Virginia Tech shootings happened. Right. Explain a little bit about that for the. I know what it is, Fletch, but. It's a mass shooting. Yeah, mass shooting. We all know about those. Uh, but this happened around them. They did, They showed a picture of his room on the news. And he had a Punisher poster. He had a big fuck-off Punisher poster in his room. Mm. And the, lo- the Punisher logo has actually been quite a big right-wing logo in a lot of places as well. It, well, it is... For, well, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you know what the Punisher logo is. But it is just a very stark, simple... White skull on a black background, isn't it? Yeah. So two t- two decisions that she made was, A, if you look, the logo isn't that prominent. No. It's it's very his costume in this looks very similar to what it does in the Netflix one, from what I've seen. It, it has the the um, the skull. Yeah. It's faded. It's just sprayed on slightly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, also, it's why the violence is so over the top. Yeah. She just kind of made she made it so ridiculous that you couldn't see it as a threat. Yeah. Yeah. And that works. And I, oh, I enjoyed this film. I... So it turned into this really over the top campy film 
which in, in a lot of ways you could compare to like the Batman and Robin film, the Joel Schumacher film, where everyone wanted a dark Batman, but they got a really crazy disco Batman instead. Yeah. I mean, the colours in this film, the, the, uh, it looks amazing. It looks like a comic book. And I've watched the... I've actually got this on DVD and I've watched it on the extras. They did that on purpose, a lot of it. Oh, yeah. I read that there's only ever three colours yeah. at a time. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Which is very comic book. Yeah. I mean, like, little things like the neon church and the neon... Uh, his, his, his hideout. Everything's neon or yeah. black. There's yeah. no sort of... Uh, Difference. There's no grey areas in this film. Well, there's a lot of grey, but uh, there's a lot of grey matter, rather, mm. <laughs> splattered about the place like yeah. fucking melons. Visually, it is quite marvellous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't know this film existed. Marvelous. I didn't know this film existed until I bought a box set of a... Uh, for the first one. Not the first one, but the one with John Travolta in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was... It, it, with the box set, it was with that one, the John Travolta one and Warzone... Didn't know it existed. Just thought it would be. It was going to be this straight-to-video nonsense. Whacked it on one day, and uh, was blown away within the first sort of thirty seconds of this film starting, <laughs> which is what we'll get into. And we've got Ray Stevenson is now donning the skull. Yeah, Ray Stevenson. What was he in before? He's a, he's a British actor. Is he's he Irish. Irish. Mm-hmm. Mm. He stayed with Marvel actually. Did he? He was in the Thor films. Was he? Yeah. What was he in the Thor films? Volstag. Volstag? Yeah, so you know Thor's uh, Band of Merry Men? Oh, yeah. He's the Gimli one. Yeah, the one with, I just remembered there, yeah, as you said it, the one with the beard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that pops. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's the Punisher. Oh, right. Obviously, Marvel have uh, switched out their Punisher. Yeah, to a younger, younger guy now. Have you watched that? I haven't watched it yet because I haven't seen Daredevil, so do I need to have watched the other stuff? No, not at all. No. No, you don't. Because I'm not interested in the other stuff. But I, I really the like the Daredevil. Oh, God, I'm talking about fucking Disney again, aren't I? No, technically this is Netflix, so it's fine. <laughs> I really like the Daredevil because it was just ninjas. Yeah, and he's a guy in leather. He's a badass fighting people. Yeah, but the Punisher good series... Good with a stick. The Punisher series is mental. Is it good? Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, we know how my brain works, Fletch. I know that that is part of a universe, so I have to watch it from the start. Yeah. But... I mean, I kind of yeah. never fell behind with it, so I was fine. But, you know, I was... Like I say, I was a big fan of the Punisher comics when I was younger. Yeah. And, um, yeah, to see someone kind of look at this this character in a kind of thoughtful way and... You know, it's knowing that your character, it's knowing what your character is that yeah. I think is important. Yeah. Like if you look at Judge Dredd, yeah, Judge Dredd um, is essentially, and this is said over and over again. If you if you read it, is that he's a fascist, yeah. and it's knowing that uh, which makes them able to put him as the hero of the story, despite that. Yeah, and that's what the TV series does with the Punisher because he's a. I mean, how can they? Fucking killing How machine. can they depict a guy who is taking the law into his own hands and going and basically uh, committing mass shootings in this current day and age? How can you have a TV show where the hero is doing shit like that? So they depict him essentially as a terrorist in the new. Yeah, yeah. There's a. You've got to be fucking clever to be able to pull that off. Yeah. And I feel like they are. Well, I think. Do you know what I'm going to do tonight, Fletch? 
God damn. I'm going to start the Punisher series tonight. Yeah, totally. Well, it was either that or I was going to start Dark Crystal. Have you watched that yet? No. No. We'll save that for our Friday night slots anyway, when we took it. We've probably already talked about it back <laughs> in I, the past. I found out my missus had never seen the uh, the original. What? Yeah. We'll save that. We, right, Dark <laughs> Crystal. We're doing a Friday night episode about the Dark Crystal series. Dark Crystal. Uh, Dominic West is also in this film, another British uh, actor. Oh yeah, Dominic West, isn't it? He was in The Wire, apparently. Now, I've, I've never seen The Wire. As you can probably imagine, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not very good at watching TV shows. Um, but was he? Did he have an English accent in The Wire? Or was he? Did Did Dominic West play an American in The Wire? Like Idris Elba. Did Dominic West play an American in in The Wire, or was he a British person? No, he was American. Right. Was his accent as good as it was in this one? <laughs> What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, there's some fucking accents. All right, let's get into it. If you let you just double check and see if you've got any anything before we start. It's mostly me just complaining about Looney Bin Jim, to be honest. <laughs> well, we'll get to that because, yeah, like I said, listen to that. It's like, yeah, so it's like the rules to fuck. It's like the contract for super fights. The notes for this week. <laughs> Ray Stevenson. Yep. He was in Rome. I remember Rome, a BBC programme. He was in The Bill. He was in The Bill? Yeah, with my dad. Your dad wasn't in The Bill. Your dad was in Train Spying. He was in The Bill. Well, what did he pay in The Bill? Um, Biker. He, well, um, punter. He used to drink at this pub where they'd film all their pub scenes. So sometimes on The Bill, if they're down the pub, you might see my dad playing darts in the background. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Is he, was your dad... Does, does he get... Paid for repeats on UK Gold or anything like that. <laughs> no, I did try. You I did got find... an equity. He's got a big fuck off beard, right? And I found out there's a lot of call for extras with beards. Yeah. And there's a lot of call for, you know, just horrible looking bell ends. And I was like, Dad, <laughs> horrible looking bell. Do you want to call your dad a horrible looking bell end on a podcast? He doesn't know what a podcast So there's is. a lot of call for people who look like bikers and street punks, is what you're saying. Yeah, especially with beards. With beards. Yes, yeah. in London. Because what does your dad look like then, Fletch? Um, a gnome. A gnome. <laughs> a gnome, a little, a little street punk gnome. Yeah, he's a little street punk garden gnome. Good. Oh, Wayne Knight's in this film as well. Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Please! Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> He's in that. Motherfucker! Yeah. Slippy gets spat in the face. Jurassic Park Spitman. <laughs> Jurassic Park Spitman. Let's get into it. Punisher Warzone. A man in a neon green room is watching the news about a crime boss that cannot be touched by the police. There follows a long, long weapons montage of the said man who is watching the news putting together so many fucking weapons, you wouldn't... How many weapons has he got, Fletch, at the start? This is like 30 seconds into the film. He's fucking filling bags with weapons. He's yeah. surrounded by neon. Yeah. How is this not a... This film almost shouldn't be on the podcast because it's like the perfect film. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a abandoned underground railroad. Yeah, so it's a good start to the film. We're in New York City. That's where we are tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Again, 
the tap maths. How many times have we been in New York City? New York City, it's all kicking off, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, Welcome to films. Welcome to films. Yeah. It's especially kicking off tonight because... You know who likes New York? Who likes New York? Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I, I mean, York. let's just put this on par with a film by Martin Scorsese. This could have been directed by Martin Scorsese. Speaking of gangster films, we get... Although, Martin Scorsese doesn't know karate. Lexi Alexander definitely does. Badass. Badass. She appreciates a chair leg. I feel like immediately, if I know someone is really good at karate... I feel like they're probably going to make a good film. Speaking of the likes of Scorsese and mob bosses, there is a crime boss house party going on, Fletch. A good-looking man. Billy the Butte gets out of his car. What a butte. What a butte. He's a good-looking guy. And he, uh, what does he say? <laughs> I can't remember what he says. But the accent of Dom. He's doing his hair yeah, in the... He's doing, uh, he's doing his hair it's in the camera. And it's pretty much... He's so doing that's... his hair in the mirror yeah. and the uh, the lady who he's brought with him yeah. starts doing helping him do his hair. He's like, get off! And he grabs her by the throat and he's like, do I do I help you do your makeup? And that's probably about... That's, as he's accurate. a baddie. Do he's I, a... I'm, a, I'm a fucking bad man. I'm, I'm, a... I'm, a, I'm Dominic West. I'm Billy the Butte. I'm Billy the Butte. Forget about it. Forget about it. What am I trying to do here? Forget about it. Two cops staking the joint out from the outside because they've been looking for the Punisher for a long time, they say. There's a man there from the one-man Punisher task force and some other jabroni's been forced to go out with him to look at this crime house. Now, the crime house party is posh as fuck. Outside the party, we meet the uh, henchman combination of father and son. Now, Dom West, Billy the Butte, goes in to see the host of the party... Uncle G, the godfather, if you will. And he's in a bad way. He's in a wheelchair. He's got bags on sticks. You know, he's on a drip. He's a bloke. And he talks like a burn Italian gangster man. He's, he's a bloke doing a Marlon Brando impression, isn't he? Basically, yeah. Yeah, Billy the Butte. Yeah, Billy the Butte. And he says, I got the money for you. You Thank you for handling the situation. <laughs> he's trying to do Marlon Brando, but he sounds more like... Baron Von Greenback from Danger Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Danger Mouse! And then with the combination of Billy the Bugle, you're looking well! <laughs> I'm not looking well! Oh, I guess yeah. you're looking well! I take a shitter in the bag! A hey, shit what? in a bag! <laughs> a fucking shit in a bag! Danger Mouse! Well, at least you couldn't yell your middle, man! Says, uh. <laughs> what, what, was, what even was that? That's like. What Dominic- did you. What that's, did you just say? That is Dominic West's American accent. Tell me what you said. At least you're cutting out the middleman. Right, okay. Yeah. You sounded like Dave Mustaine. No, I didn't. Yeah. I sounded yeah. like... You, me, me again. That's what he sounds Yo. like. It's me again. But I did. While he's having a chat, Dom's looking in the mirror because he's a beautiful guy. He's having a look at his beautiful face. Look at my beautiful face. <laughs> Come on, we can get past okay. the scene. Okay, it's, it's like looking, and um, Uncle G says, We're here for a private matter. Gangster business. Oh, someone called Danger Mouse. Yeah. Turns out, fucking Billy the Butte is bringing in a shipment 
from uh, with his shonky. He's Billy the Butte has got his finger in all the pies. The security, the police, the lot. All He's the pe- crime pies. The crime pies are rife with the fingers of Dominic West. With the beautiful fingers of Billy the Butte. Beautiful. I want to put my finger on a pie here. So Dominic West is bringing something in, and Uncle G is like, "What it? Is, what is it that you're bringing it in?" And Dominic West says. It's a biological package. It's some biological it's shit. It's some biological shit. I'm bringing it in. I'm passing it on. It's not my shit. What am I saying? I Unc- this, and that's it. That's what this is the whole way through this film. <laughs> like, no one identifies what the fuck it is. It's just some biological shit. Uncle G is not happy about the biological package. No, and he you're says, bringing that biological shit. And Dom's like... Yeah, don't worry about it. I got it sorted. I'm a top earner in this family. I'm going to sort the situation out. And then Uncle G says, You're as bad as your brother. I've only been to Jim. I've only been Jim. His name's James. You can't call him Looney Bin Jim. And he gets his gun out. Stand off. And then... Uh, By the way, Looney Bin Jim is the worst fucking name. Can you tell which one of these characters is not from the comic books and was just chucked in? Looney Bin Jim. Looney Bin Jim. Everyone else, literally everyone else is, apart from Looney Bin Jim. Okay. Oh, goddamn Looney Bin Jim. Yeah, just get him some ragu. I don't even know. It's Looney Bin Jim. We all call him that. At the calm down the standoff, and Dom says, I ain't eating with that prick. And he says, I'm going to go for a drink instead, outside. Oh, the- God, is that scene finished? That scene's finished oh, now. Oh, thank fuck. We can't do a whole film of this. No, we can't, because he's gone. Is this going to be a two-parter? <laughs> no. Outside, the doorman is waiting, guarding, walking back and forth. Crack! Knee in the back! From a man in black. The meal has started. Everyone is in here. They wheel in Uncle G. He's just about to make a toast and the lights go out. What the fuck is going on, Fletch? I'll tell you what's going on. We'll put a bit of light onto the situation. Frank Castle, bitch! Frank Castle standing on the table like a horrible candle with a flare above his head. Uncle G's like, what the hell is going on here? The Punisher runs up the table and he fucking chops his head off, Fletch. And he just twists his wife's neck. Oh, yeah. Breaks <laughs> breaks it. He destroys everyone on the table. Bit of trivia for you. Yeah. Um, apparently, the executives were a bit uh, about the fact that he breaks his wife's neck. Yeah. And um, apparently, the, the director, Lexi Alexander, she was like, well, she pulled it because she pulls a gun out yes, of his yeah, wheelchair. Yeah. So he snaps the neck. She's like, it's fine. She pulled a gun. Yeah. Why is everything else okay? He kills absolutely everyone at the table and then henchmen run in from the side. So he hooks his feet to a chandelier and he does a fucking circular fucking cartwheel of death. I'm not sure what she meant when she said that she'd made this more over the top. No. He does the windmill guns. Now Don West see what's, sees what's kicking off and he fucking does one. A henchman goes for the Punisher with a chair, so he turns it round and he kicks the chair leg through his fucking face. Face chair! Face chair! People's heads in this film come apart like melons. Oh, and this scene as well, because I was listening to, I was watching this film at work, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I had my headphones in. Yeah. And do you know what? Not enough people 
when they're talking about how great films are. The Foley. The Foley. They must have punched a lot of fruit. There making... was a lot of watermelons covered in crisps being <laughs> fucking smashed in this scene. It's the crunchiest... Yeah. Like, the, just the sound of... Watch this scene and put headphones on. Yeah. I would recommend it because it's ridiculous. The cops outside see that something's happening and they're like, let's split up. The bald guy heads on in. The fella in the other who was in the car. The Michael Chickless of the gang. Yeah, the timid fella. He's like, oh, shouldn't we wait for backup? Too late. He's gone. The other fella's gone in, mate. Punisher's cleaned the fucking place out. He's killed pretty much most of the Costa Nostra at this point. He realises in the fracas, while he's walking out, he's broken his nose. He walks straight out the front door, past the policeman, and he says, Police, stop! Freeze! Punisher puts his head... His hands on his head and he turns round. The policeman realises that it's the Punisher and gives him the keys to his car and he says, Dominic West is heading... To the bottle factory. Dominic West is heading for the docks. This is the keys for my silver rover. Head him off. You need to stop him. And they give each other a fucking bro nod. He throws the keys, he catches it and he says, Thanks. And then the cop has to punch himself in the face so he can lie and say that the Punisher duffed him up for intel. Yeah. Which he didn't. The docks, it turns out this evil bastard is quite um, conscious when it comes to the environment because he owns a glass recycling factory. Good. So this is where the shipment's coming in of the, uh, the biological shit, whatever the biological shit, the package is coming in. The gang turn up and they go inside to the glass factory Punisher turns up in his car and he's staking the place out. Remember I told you he broke his nose? Yeah. yeah. How do you sort would you what would you do if you broke your nose, Fletch? Well, Alexander, the director, yeah. once saw once saw a kickboxer at a tournament pop their nose back in like that. With a pencil? I don't think they did it with a pencil at the tournament, but she saw someone literally just Pop their nose back, like like. Say what he did on the say what he does. He puts a pencil up his nostril. Yep. And uses the pencil's leverage to snap his nose back into alignment. Mm. Mucky stuff. This is what happens when you get a karate expert on your film. Oh, do you know what I used to love in uh, two thousand and eight? What? Pendulum. Oh God, it is as well, isn't it? Tarantula. It's not that song, but it's pendulum. It fucking sounds like it, doesn't it? It is it's fucking... almost like Pendulum wrote one song and then stopped. Yeah, and just did it loads of times. <laughs> so that, yeah. that's it, lads. We've done we've done music now. Pendulum bursts through the speakers to accompany what can only be described as parkour street punks turning up at the docks, Fletch. What this, about these parkour? These are street... these are some top street punks. <laughs> There's also a van outside which has got FBI agents listening to what's going on inside the factory. <laughs> Cut to inside the factory, Dom, and I've written here bracket in brackets accent where we is, the accent Dominic West is. You accent, can't get past it, can you? It's fucking awful. It... You don't notice it once he's once he's uh, changed. But... <laughs> yes, you fucking do. <laughs> It's kind of like watching Dick Tracy. It's not. Like yes, it is. No. Do you ever watch the Dick Tracy film? Yeah, I did. I watched it last week. It's a fucking masterpiece. Madonna is hot in that film. That's why I watch it. With her no face. I have no face. <laughs> I have no face. <laughs> it's just... It, it is exactly like watching a Dick Tracy baddie. Okay. Which makes it better. And it heightens Especially that, when he's got a white uniform on at the end. It heightens that campiness. 
So now, Billy the Butte is in his office. Turns out by default, he's now in charge, charge of the mob because Frank Castle has murked the fucking lot of them. Apart from his two henchmen, father and son combination henchmen, and there's another one. Pitsy and Ink, they Yeah, called. Pitsy and Ink. And while they're in the office and he's like, looks like I'm in charge of the mob now. There's a knock at the door. Who is it? Who is it? They open the door. It's an Irish fella, Fletch. <laughs> there's an Irish fella at the door and he's got two helpers. Speaking of accents, McGinty's Irish accent, the parkour street punks. Yeah. Again. Top of the morning to you. This is another character from the comic book. Is it? Yes. That's why he has an Irish accent. That's literally why. He doesn't do parkour in the comic book. Can you see why, like, ten years ago this infuriated me? Because they just took this character, he's doing parkour now! And it's like, oh god, this is terrible. And he's got two men and he says... They're the best. <laughs> They're the best. They're the best at parkour. Best at parkour and delivery men did I have ever met. So it is. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. See, you would have thought that he was from Ireland from his accent that he was doing. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> You're telling me that's a, he's acting with that accent. Where's that actor from? Um, he's... He's all of the Americas. Oh, right. Yeah, he's... he's um, his name's TJ Storm. TJ Storm, what a name. TJ Storm? Where do we know him from? Nowhere. Nowhere? Why? No, no actually, do you know what? I did uh, I did kind of need to find out who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. Because look at him. Oh, look at him, He's yeah. doing fucking parkour, and he's all like, oh, God bless oh, you. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. And I was like, who he's is... He's a fucking saint. Who is this man? <laughs> who is this absolute legend street punk genius tj storm his name is yeah and he's a fucking karate expert in like every fucking type of fucking like everything he knows all of the martial arts is he in any films any other films other than this he was godzilla which which one the 2014 one he did the fucking some of the motion capture for it he's played godzilla in a film so I was like, okay, that's this guy a, knows big... This guy knows all the martial arts. Yeah. Do you know what? I love martial arts films. He's totally... Fletch, could you... Uh, I know you love martial arts films, but there must be something you love more than that. What is it? <sighs> Godzilla! Godzilla! This man is ticking all your boxes. He's my hero. You should marry this man. I should. He's handsome too. He's a handsome... And he He's has a, a handsome looking fella. Yeah, he is a handsome looking <laughs> fella. He is a... To be sure. Yeah, and also he's got a rich Irish accent, which well, is always attractive. Do you think he fights like his dad? I reckon he fights exactly like his dad. So these parkour street punks. My name! His name's McGinty, by the way. I know, yeah, because that comes up later. Like I said, that's a reveal in it. My name is McGinty, and I love to fight. <laughs> So uh, these guys are going to be delivering the money for the shady deal, Fletch. And they go to go out the front. <laughs> What's the shady deal? The shady is this de- the biological shit? The biological, the vague biological shit. Is this just some other shit? shit? Yeah. Their, their criminal activity is so vague. Yeah. They're taking some money. I think it's for the biological They're shit. They're just going to run, so just get this money, yeah. run around on fire escapes. And well, no, because they don't go out the front door, do they? Oh, can I? I thought I'd take the roof. I'd take the roof. I'd take the roof. Yeah, go where you like it because you're a fucking saint. 
Punisher gets into the fucking glass factory. He's on the catwalk. Punisher, somebody comes towards him. He doesn't think. Bam! He shoots that man down. He was in Blood Rain as well. Blood Rain? TJ what? Storm was in Blood Rain. Well, that's on the list, mate. It is? Yeah. We're, We're not watching it. We are. We've got, I've, I've got a load of Yui Ball on there. Oh, hell no. Mate, that is sexy PVC vampires. You think I'm not watching it? You think I'm going to watch that fucking guy? TJ Storm's in it. So we've got to watch it now. No, we don't. What, because TJ Storm's in it? I was watching In the uh, in the Name of the King 2 the other day. You know the one with Jason Statham when he plays Farmer? <laughs> do you know what, do Farmer you, the Farmer. Do you know what the sequel is? Um, in the Name of the King 2? Dolph Lundgren, present day Dolph Lundgren, gets sucked backwards through time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that sounds... It's, it look, it's really good. No, it's not. <laughs> Yui Bowl. Yeah. Well, it's not really good. There's fucking time ninjas and things. <sighs> I've put it on the list. Dolph Lundgren gets sucked backwards through time. To medieval time with, like, time ninjas. Anyway. Why did I think of that? Punisher gets into the glass factory. He gets on the catwalk. How? By sneaky Punisher means. Mate, are you joking? How does he get in? How does he get in? He goes up to the fence and he's on top of the fence and he needs to dispatch one of the guards quietly. He picks them all off, Metal Gear Solid style. With he? what? His little crossbow. Oh, he favours a crossbow. He fucking favours... He goes... And shoots a crossbow into the guy's neck. I didn't... I, I missed Showing that. off his tack credentials. And then some guy... And he dies on the floor with a bolt through his neck. And, and this comes, other guy goes... What's the matter? Bang. He shoots... He shoots everybody down. He gets into the building. He gets on the catwalk. A man approaches him. The Punisher does what the Punisher does best. He does what any red-blooded American would do. He kills the man. He immediately shoots him. He shoots him dead. And then, just as he shoots him dead, the man in the van goes, Shit! Agent down! Agent down! Dominic is in the office and he's like, What the fuck is happening? What was that noise? The henchmen go to check outside. A big fracas happens. Punisher... And uh, Billy the Butte face to face and Punisher fucking chucks him in the gas re re glass recycling machine and turns it on! How much did that remind you of the uh, first Batman film? Billy the Butte falls into the glass and is like, I'm going to get you, Punisher! As he's going round and round like a horrible washing machine. He turns it on, doesn't he? Yeah, he turns Castles it on. Castles and sadists. Yeah. Then there's another shootout. Oh yeah, someone goes... There he is. There's some yeah, really there's good. There's another shootout. Really nice bit of ADR for you there. Yeah. Someone runs up and he goes, "There he is. He's over there. There he is." <laughs> it turns out, yeah, he goes back up to the catwalk. Did you know there's a fair bit of ADR in this film? There's a lot of ADR in this film. He examines the body of the man that he shot, and he finds that he's fucking wired, Fletch. He's killed an FBI agent. Fuck! FBI, drop your weapons. Punisher disappears into the mm. night. So he, he kills an FBI agent. He kills an FBI agent and he feels really, really bad about it, doesn't he? Yeah. I, like, I really hope they oh, answer this this moral conundrum that well, they put forward he, he to Well, he is Frank. riddled with guilt. He runs off into the neon city streets and uh, down the subway tracks and into his hideout. And he sits there and he's, fuck, he tries to make a coffee, but he can't do it because he's crying. He's filled with guilt because he killed... An FBI guy! Like, what did you expect? Well, this is it. I think he's... He looks like a man that's had enough to me, Fletch. 
Hey, we got a live one here, says an FBI agent as <laughs> fucking Billy the Butte is alive in the glass. And he says, it's Billy the Butte. And he says, not anymore. You're not a Butte anymore, are you, Billy? Billy's like, ah! Every inch of me is paid. <laughs> yeah. God, you're not so beautiful him. anymore, Billy. And he's got no fucking skin on his face anymore. <laughs> Time for a quip. Yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. Oh, God, it's horrible. Special effects are great, aren't they? Of his peeled face. It looks a lot like Hellraiser. Yeah, well, apparently it took him like two hours a piece on and off for all the prosthetics they put on him. And it was his first and apparently last time. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, he had a bit of a baptism of fire. Poor old Dom. Nicky, the FBI agent's funeral is taking place. Frank Castle watches from afar. (laughs) What, what, what? You say afar. Well, I say like <laughs> right three yards, three or four yards away. Which is what I was going to say later on because when they're talking about him, it's like, who did this? Him. He's there. He's there. He's there. <laughs> Just stood there like, looking at him and like they can smell his breath. He's like stood at the funeral. Yeah, he's basically at the funeral. They could have. And it would have been that hard. Just to put him further away. (laughs) Would it have been that hard? No, we've got to get it all in one shot. So we're just going to make him stand there at the funeral and no one's going to notice. He sees the widow and child of Nicky the rat that he accidentally killed. And also Colin Salmon, partner of Nicky the rat. Colin Salmon. Colin Salmon. He's he's been in loads of stuff, hasn't he? He's a a gorgeous man. Oh, he's a beautiful man. He is, isn't he? Yeah. Very smooth looking man. He's very apt that he's called salmon. I imagine he's as slippery as a salmon. Salmon is delicious. Oh, I bet he's not got a hair on him, Fletch. Salmon is delicious, and so is Colin Salmon. Like, I'm down. And he also gets chopped into sushi cubes yeah. in Resident like, Evil. Like a salmon. Yeah. Wow. Oh, sexy salmon. Oh, you sexy fucking salmon. Oh. Colin Salmon is the ex partner of Nicky the Rat, and he's there looking after the wife and child. After the funeral, Colin asks the FBI boss in charge. He's like, what went wrong? What's going on? How did fucking Nicky die? This operation's been in place for ages. And he's like, nobody expected Frank Castle. And he turned up and he killed the whole mafia. Something big was about to happen. Nicky was going to tell us. He wanted us to get Homeland Security involved. Uh, the army. Uh, the, and then the, Castle it, fucked it and up. he fucked it up. He basically shot him. Colin Salmon says, well, why the fuck aren't you looking for Frank Castle out there? This and he's is like, not... look, sexy Colin, I know that there's a vigilante out there and it is personal for you, but this is a matter of homeland security and it takes priority over finding a vigilante. They never, ever address this. No. Castle has his inner turmoil that he, through just mass shootings, has accidentally killed an innocent person, shot yeah. horror. Yeah. And also the police are like, he's literally stopping us doing our jobs and protecting people. Yeah, just leave. They it. they pose the question yeah. and then go, Let's have some fun now. Okay, let's get now that's out of the way. Let's do some fucking cool shooting, killing. Yeah. And Colin Colin promises, he's like he talks to Nicky's wife and he says, I promise, I'll get this son of a bitch. I'll get this son of a bitch. This Frank Castle. Now Frank is still in the graveyard. And he yeah, stu- Frank is stood next yeah, to him like, stu- yeah. no you won't. Yeah, He's, he could have just arrested him Yeah, like 10 minutes Frank Castle's like, well, if he was here, I'm sure he would have something to say about that. Yeah. Colin. 
Definitely not Frank. What? Nothing. <laughs> so Frank Castle's still in the graveyard and he comes up to a grave and it says Castle. Oh, it's his... And we get a flashback. A sad, sad flashback where it's just a picnic blanket covered in death. Frank Castle there covered in dead family. Flashback, like we said, and that is how you skirt, skirt over an origin film on the third film. Yeah. Yeah. We know what happened to his family. They witnessed the mob execution. They needed to die, Fletch, in order for the story to work. The 12th Precinct, Agent Colin, Sexy Colin, is now there to assist the police to find Frank Castle. Because they've been doing it for four years and they haven't found a fucking thing. And the police are like, look, why are you FBI sexy bastard down here? You shouldn't be down here. We've got it under control. And Colin says, this is bullshit, at the top of his voice. (laughs) He goes, with all due respect, Sergeant, this is bullshit. Yeah. He says, if he'd have killed one of you crispy, cream-eating motherfuckers, you'd have been doing door-to-door knocking all the time long. You crispy, cream mother... Oh, he's... Oh, 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 God. Colin, oh, fucking hell. Calm down, Colin. You are fucking killing it. This is supposed to be silly. Yeah. Stop being so badass. Well, he's there, badass, and the police are like, look, if you're here, we're going to assign you to the Punisher Task Force, which is in the basement. With Martin Soap. So he sends him down to the basement to uh, see Detective Martin Soap. The basement is full and full of file cabinets, endless <laughs> files and boxes. Luckily, Soap has already set up a overhead projector. Yeah, with everything. That with a needs. slideshow. Yeah, with the whole thing on Let there. me bring you up to speed. I've been following him for five years. This is the information. And he tells the story of the Punisher's origin with the mob... And uh, he's been taking out the crime families, one after another, person by person. Why don't you have a look amongst the files here? And uh, oh, he's like, f- familiarise uh, yourself with the files. And he says, yeah. yeah, which files? Where's the Punisher file? Ha! This is the Punisher file. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Yeah. And the camera pans across. Fucking massive. And it's full of boxes and boxes of Frank Castle murder. Yeah, he's killed a lot of fellas. Like, he's killed so many. Yeah. He's the Punisher, mate. I know, but they've got one guy working on this. Well, now he's starting to feel the pangs of guilt. He's in his hideout and he's getting a big bag of money together. A little fucking man comes in from the back of the hideout. Micro, the fella from Jurassic Park. And he's bought, he's bought Frank Castle some more guns because there's been a local gun show. And he's managed to smuggle some in. Yeah. And he's like... Frank's like, look, I'm going to retire. I don't want to I do had this a thing anymore. about. Do you know? Because what he does is he walks in. He's like, I've been talking to this guy on the internet, mm. and he's in the Taliban. Yeah, says so he's been pretending to be. Uh, I'm pretending to be this bloke who knows Osama bin Laden. I think I yeah. managed to get us a couple of rocket launchers. Yeah. So he's buying weapons from the Taliban for Frank Castle. Yeah, I had a problem with that. Yeah. Because That's he's what... just funding terrorism. Well, yeah, but he's a terrorist, though, isn't he, really? Yeah, but he's supposed to be the opposite. I don't know. In fact, in the comic book that this is based off, he kills Micro. For being a terrorist? Well, for, actually, for for this exact thing, basically. He's been funding, like, the stuff he's been doing to kind of keep this operation afloat has been funding, like, heroin coming out of Afghanistan and stuff. So he ends up shooting him. Well, Micro says... What, sorry, Frank says to Micro, I've had enough of this. This is all getting a bit dark. 
Marcus says. <laughs> no we, shit. We, we all make mistakes, mate. This is a war. All wars have collateral damage. And Frank says, collateral damage. I killed a good guy today. He had a family. I fucked up. Leave me alone, Jurassic Park. Leave me alone. And he goes, uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. And Neon Doctor's Lounge. The man in the chair says, where's Nicky? His henchman says, Nicky was a fad. And like, fucking, it's the voice of Billy the Butte. And Butte says, does he have any next of kin? Any wife, etc.? There's got to be somebody out there. Now, this is where we get... Fletcher said earlier on that he said there was a scene that he thought was a little bit like Batman. This one... It turns out all the scenes... This one is basically the Joker reveal from Batman. It turns out all the scenes involving Jigsaw... Are the same as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. But but this is where he goes full Dick Tracy. Mm. Like, come on. Well, you get to see his horrible face, which is made up of skin that they had to sell. Well, you see what I have to work with here, is the line from the Batman film. Yeah. Which is basically what he says here. We had to get scraps of skin... And uh, a little bit of horsehide. So he's got leather on his face he's as got well. Leather face. As soon as it's revealed, the young son henchman pukes on the floor because fucking Billy the Butte is now ugly as fuck. <laughs> Tells the henchman to leave and he kills the fucking doctor. And then he looks out the window. He's looking at Times Square and there's a jigsaw advert. Yeah. And, and that's how like, he ah! realised. That's but how you know he realised. I didn't fucking notice that. Yeah, he looks out the window onto Times Square, and there's a jigsaw advert. Mm. Originally, there was a different way he was going to come come to his name. How was that? They set up a scene where they bump into some children, and the children all well, no, the children all run away from him, terrified because of his horrendous face. Mm. Apart from one, and um, he's like, "Why aren't you scared?" and and says, "Oh, you just look like a jigsaw." So they start calling him Jigsaw. And uh, on the DVD commentary, Alexander, the director, was like, yeah, working with kids is shit, so... <laughs> that so didn't So happen. we didn't bother. So we just did a... He just looked at a fucking advert in Times Square and went, Jigsaw! So Billy has now called in his henchman and he says, I want Frank Castle dead for what he did to my beautiful face! But there's only one person that can help me do this, and that is my brother... And the henchman says, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, boss? You talking about Looney Bin Jim? You, you mean Looney Bin Jim? And he's like, his name is James. By this point, I forgot to say, they're in the car and he's wearing a badass gangster costume. He's got every, his hat on. Every time someone says Looney Bin Jim, I cringe. Yeah, Looney Bin Jim. He's not, his name's not Looney Bin Jim. Looney Bin Jim. Because that's a terrible name. Yeah. You're right. And he says, I'm, and, so, I'm sorry, Billy. And he says, Billy? There is no Billy. Billy is dead. You can call me Jigsaw from now on. Jigsaw. And you're telling me this isn't Dick Tracy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm Jigsaw. I'm Jigsaw. Because well, I have a jigsaw face. Well, see, my gangster hat. My... Is, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke an eye with little face and no <laughs> face. Come on. Well, we get another Frank ba- Frank Castle flashback. He is fucking really guilty now. He's he's feeling feeling the burn of what he's been doing because he's looking at the family outside the school. He sees the mum and the child. Now they are alone. Now they are alone because of him, Fletch. Looney Bin Jim, Fletch. 
Your favourite character from the film. So Looney Bin Jim was made up. Looney Bin Jim wasn't actually in the book then, was he? Yeah, also it's Doug Hutchinson. He's in a lot of tap. He's in a lot of good films. He's played some very good villains in the past. What has he been in? Uh, he was in Green Mile. Oh, yeah. He was Percy in Green Mile, mm-hmm. who was a villain for a completely different reason. <laughs> yeah, like he was just horrible and, yeah. you know... Great, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in like my favourite. He was also my favourite villain from the X Files as well. Oh, who was he in the X Files? Tombs. Oh, he's the guy going down the the. the oh, the guy that gets he's down the pipe. The stretchy man. Tombs. Yeah, yeah that's him. Oh, he was. Oh, that's a good episode. Yeah. Both very different to this. I feel like he was massively miscast. Well, he's. The thing is, apparently, he turned it down and director convinced him to do it and the end result i feel like isn't great no because he's He's a brilliant actor and he's brilliant at doing villains but he's not quite unhinged enough not this one yeah it's he just sounded like every time he pretty good it's his lines that he comes his lines are great but they're said by him yeah i just feel like i don't want to say like it's terrible because he is a good actor but it's just... It's chewing the scenery, mate. I know, but it's such a miscasting, isn't it? Yeah. Every time he speaks, and every time someone speaks to him, I cringe. He's crazy. He's, he's crazy! His name's <laughs> Looney Bin Jim! Yeah. It's just the worst fucking name. Well, Looney Bin Jim, the first time we see him, he's strapped to the bed because he's fucking mental. He's being fed applesauce. And uh, while he's being fed applesauce, there's a knock at the door. The guy that's feeding him opens the door... Reveal of a doctor. It's just a bowl of applesauce, yeah, isn't it? It's just a bowl of applesauce. The doctor is there with Jigsaw, as he's now known, and they come into the room. Looney Bin Jim recognises Jigsaw and he says, Billy, is that you? You look fantastic. You look fantastic. You look fantastic. I do, like, I, right, I do like doing his voice. We're gonna, we're gonna get you out of here. We're gonna kill this guy that's been feeding you. He's like, No, I want him. Fatso is mine. And he fucking... No, he says, Fatso is mine. Yeah. And he starts saying... Everything he says is did really you, slow. Did you know that applesauce... <laughs> did you know... Oh, no. Now I'm yeah, gonna... yeah. That's... Did you know that applesauce and kidneys is a delicacy in Sweden? And Sweden has some great delicacies, by the way. But what so this... I feel like this is a... Disservice to Sweden. Well, do you know um, what? Do you want to know what a good delicacy in Sweden is? Ragmunk and lingonberries. What's that? It's a potato pancake. So it's like a fritter. Yeah, and it looks delicious. Mm, Loganberries, a little bit like cranberry sauce on it. Mm, it's yeah, they've got some fucking pretty sweet meals. Is it yummy? It's not kidneys and apple sauce. But how yummy is it, Fletch? It's oh god, I hate. Stop trying to get me to say it because I fucking oh he goes no I'm not do it you you've got to do it now it's just what he, does he say he, it takes him so long to say it as well yeah. which makes it even worse what I can't say, say it I, he says can I just put a soundbite oh, in it? okay put a soundbite in yummy 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 in my tummy tummy 
can you see why I did hate this when I first saw yeah, it? Yeah, I can do. And it's tat. That's why it's on the tat list. But it's powerful, violent tat. It's... <laughs> and then he, Looney Bin Jim just fucking eats him. He does. He just eats him. Pitsy's like, shall we, shall we take his medicine? In case he goes mental later yeah. on. He's like, oh, he's fine. He's, he's, oh, he looks fine. Oh, he's yeah. fucking eating a guy like he's ragu. And you see him eating his kidney. Mm. With the applesauce. He didn't fucking put the applesauce on didn't it. Did he not do it? Well, that's a delicacy in Sweden. Talk's a big game, doesn't he, Sorry. Louis Bin? That's a delicacy in Sweden, mate. No. Okay. Now, Frank Castle, wrapped with guilt, decides he's going to deliver a uh, suitcase full of money to the family, the... Family of Nicky the Rat. As he turns up to the porch, he hears, You're in my light. He turns round, the little girl's there doing a lovely autumn collage on the front lawn. And what he does is he gives her a torch and he says, Whenever you need light, you've got a torch now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear him talk that much, do you? No, but he gives her and a And he bit... has a really iron voice. Yeah, he's got a very sullen face for the whole thing. And as he's talking to the little girl... That's kind of the thing about this film, isn't it? Mm. It's really brilliant actors playing really stupid roles. As he's talking to the little girl, there's a click. And it's the mum saying, Get the fuck away from here! Who the hell are you? And he says, I'm sorry. And then she's like, Oh, fucking hell. You're the fella that killed our... You're the Punisher. You're the Punisher. You have fucking ruined things here. And he's like, Look, I've got some money for you. I am sorry about what happened. And she's like, I'm not having that money off you. You what killed, did you kill my husband? Who punishes you? Who punishes you? Oh, be- that's mm. is that the best line from the film? There's also who punishes the Punisher, which is basically the same line at the end of the film. Who punishes you is the that's best good. line in the film. Because it cuts him deep, doesn't it? And he yeah, says, look, like, but who? And he says, <laughs> look, your husband was an FBI man. He taught you how to use a gun. He took you to the shooting range. He told you to squeeze and not to pull that trigger. And the girl. And the girl's just there, yeah. She, well, no, she's like, um, Mom, you've seen me crayons? Yeah. As it's, it's like, look, just kill me. And she's pointing a kill gun. Kill me! She's pointing a gun in this guy's face. And she's like, have you seen, have you seen me crayons? And yeah. she's like, go inside. Go inside. And then breaks the whole mood of the situation. And yeah. She's like, look, I was going to kill this guy. He was asking me to kill then him. Then she pops around the door again. She's like, Mom, Mom. Crayons, mate. Crayons, mate. This girl doesn't know how to read a room. So she goes in and deals with the crayons. Frank leaves with the money. Sad as fuck. Now Jigsaw's gang have planned... They've, they've stole a fucking building. <laughs> they just walked up to him and went... Oh, yeah, well, this, this is it now. This, this is a dead good building. Yeah. But they walk in, but it's full of mirrors. And Jigsaw's like, Oh, my horrible horsehide face! So Looney Bin Jim says... My brother is never going to have to look at a mirror ever again. And then fucking throws himself into all of the mirrors. Because he's mental. The mirrors are still there, though. No, the mirrors are still, yeah. If anything, he can see more of his face (laughs) because the mirror's fractured now. Very much like his face. So he's got his fractured face and a fractured mirror. Made it worse, mate. You've made it worse, you fucking loony. The gang have taken the building. They've started having meetings... The first meeting they have is with the Russians. Of now, course the, it's with the bloody Russians. The bloody Russians are the guys that are bringing in the uh, biological shit. Does this film have, like, a world record for 
biggest concentration of gangster stereotypes. Oh, maybe, because there's a fucking I hotel it, full of them at the end. I think if anyone bothered to measure this, mm. this film might win. The Russians are worried about Frank Castle, about the situation. They've seen what he's been doing. He's been picking off the crime fa- families. If it wasn't for what Cr- Frank Castle had been doing, they wouldn't be having this conversation with Jigsaw now, would they? Yeah, Because like, they'd be talking to Uncle G in his shitbag. If he, uh, if he can do this to your face, then what no, could he can... do to our deal? Yeah. So he starts talking in Russian to his brother, and his brother's like, I'm not having any of this, and he spits on the table. Pah! Jigsaw smashes a wine glass and sticks it through the insubordinate bastard's neck! In a really weird way. Yeah. Then they have a, a weird, st- improbable way he stabs him. Yeah. Then they have a standoff. Lots of guns. Lots of guns. And the Russian says, oh, look, I'm really sorry that um, this fella has disrespected you. I didn't mean to disrespect you. And then Jigsaw says... Now we want 12 million. It's like 12 million. What are you on about? And he says, danger money, mate. We've got, I've got everybody paid off. I'm getting fucking, you're planning on selling this weapon. What am I going to get out of it? I tell you what, I'm getting out of it. 12 million, mate. 12 mil. Yeah. A cool 12 mil. A cool 12 mil. Frank Castle goes to Micro's house. Micro's looking after his mum. She's not very well. But in order to get to Micro house, Micro's house, Frank Castle has followed a man who's been buying weapons outside. Who There's looked... a, a Hispanic... Craig David. Craig David. He follows this Craig our, David. This is our next uh, gangster stereotype. Yeah. A Hispanic man. Because Micro says... With face tattoos. Micro says that he's the best cover because he's Hispanic and he's got face tattoos. The police aren't going to suspect him. He's a reformed gang member. Yeah, Craig David. Look, don't call him Craig David. Micro's like, why are you even here? What are you got that bag of money money for? And, and Frank says, look, I'm going out of town for a while, and I don't plan on coming back. And he says, hey, I never took the punisher for the type of guy that took a holiday. I think he's going to top himself, isn't he? He's had enough of all the guilt. He's paying everybody off. He's giving his mates money, and he's like, I've had enough. Look, what do you think Jigsaw's going to do? He's going to go after Nicky's wife. We need the punisher now more than ever. And he leaves. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Craig David goes to put away the guns and, and Michael says, hang on. Three, two, one. Frank comes back in and he's like, look, Jigsaw will be the last one. Give me them guns. I'll go and sort the fucker out. Where is he? The Punisher says, I saw him hanging out with some new guys. Who were they? Craig David drops some info and he says, oh, the Irish fella, that's McGinty and the Urban Free Flow Gang. McGinty's Urban Free Flow Gang. And he's on a constant mess high. Oh, my God. <laughs> Craig David... No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Craig David takes uh, Frank to go and find uh, McGinty and the Urban Free Flow Gang. On their constant meth high. Yeah. Does meth make you do parkour? I don't know. Colin Salmon, he needs to find Frank. So he goes to ask the other guy from the task force. And he's like, look, I know... That you're mates with him, what's going on? He's like, no, I'm not mates with him. All I do is I listen to the CB radio and I follow the crime. What so are you, some kind of policeman? Jigsaw knows about the wife and family of Nicky the Rat. And he's outside the fucking... They've turned up and they're going to go in through the back door, Fletch. How does he know? He's got intel. I don't know, but he knows. He just he, knows. He just knows. That's kind of the one thing that they brought over from the previous film, I guess. Yeah. Where people just instinctively know where other people live for no reason. <laughs> Craig David had told Frank 
that he knew where the parkour guys are. He goes into a bar and he comes back out with intel. It turns out they're robbing a fucking petrol station down the road. Cut to the petrol station. Is that how you get intel? <laughs> it turns out. He just goes into Were a they, bar. Yeah, was McGinty at that bar earlier like... Well, lads, uh, gotta go, gotta go, gonna rob this petrol station now. Yeah. The the one, um, the Esso on uh, What's It Street, you know, you know one, yeah, yeah, that one. Across from the, um, across from the fucking... Don't tell the Punisher. Yeah. yeah, whatever you do, do not tell the Punisher. Yeah. Craig David comes in, just tell him. Yeah. They've made a right mess of the shop, they've left the shopkeeper with a machete in his forehead... And they've run off into the streets being chased by the police across the rooftops. And they're all, woo, woo, all right. Because they're fucking hepped up on meth, mate. They're always on a meth high. None of them look like they've touched any kind of substances. They all look very, very well lived. Colin Salmon and the Punisher Task Force hear all this on the radio and they follow the crime to the street punks at the petrol station kicking off. They go off onto the streets. They're doing parkour to escape. One of them does parkour. Oh, look at that. The second one does parkour. Boom. Explodes in the air because the Punisher has fired a fucking rocket at him. He takes the other one out with a headshot and he shoots McGinty in his Irish legs. Did he get that rocket launcher off the Taliban? I think he might have. That might have been what he was talking about. That's that's the one. That's it. Straight from Afghanistan is a rocket launcher. You know, they don't make rocket launchers in Afghanistan. Well... They get them from other places. America. Did they just have surplus rocket launchers? It doesn't matter. McGinty's down. He's Irish. (laughs) It does matter. It does matter to me. He's Irish. Also, the whole parkour thing. Yeah. This is around a time where it seemed that everyone was doing parkour in films. Yeah. And that's why you see the parkour guy get rocket launched at the sky. Well, they were just doing it because there was so much parkour in They're fed up of it. Yeah, that they were doing a, well, here's your parkour, bang. McGinty gets his legs fucking shot to bits and he gives, he gives Punisher all the intel he needs. He tells him exactly what's going on. He tells him that there's no money left because of the shitty situation that goes down. Now, <laughs> what? You're not going to do his accent. No, I'm not going to do his accent. Colin, sexy Colin Salmon and Task Force pull up outside and it turns out, a little bit of Colin's past, it turns out he thinks it's his fault that Nicky the Rat has died because he was a cokehead back in the day. He was sniffing the fucking evidence, mate. What? And Nicky was covering for him and if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't have been on that job that night. Is everyone on drugs in this film? It looks like it, mate. Just as they're having this conversation... Fucking parkour Irishman. So goes, are you still skiing the old Alps? He's like, no, I'm a good guy now. And just as he says that, a bad guy falls from the sky, lands on spikes in front of them with a fucking horrendous thump. And they're like, what the fuck was that? Just as they say, what the fuck was that? Frank Castle falls from the sky and kicks the guy's head off. Yeah, all right. Uh, The policemen follow him because, you know, it's Frank Castle. The baddies are inside the wife of Nicky's house. Jigsaw wants his money. He said, Nicky is a rat. While this is happening, Colin bumps into Frank in an alleyway and he says, freeze, asshole. And they get a fucking showdown. They are both hard as fuck. And they, they what about the fight, mate? They're both nails. It's the Marvel tradition, though, yeah. isn't it? You fight and then you team up. Yeah, because it's like, you have the right to shut the fuck up. 
and Punisher's like, look, we need to go. Jigsaw is at your ex-partner's house and he's going to fuck his wife up and he's going to take the kids. And he's like, fuck, well, you're under arrest. Jigsaw and Jimmy are searching the house. They can't find anything. Some beat cops turn up at the door. You say searching. Well, just... Looney, Looney Bin Jim is literally just chucking plates on the floor. Yeah, and pushing over lamps. <laughs> Some policemen arrive and uh, Looney Bin Jim answers the door. And they say, is, is everything okay? And he says, no, everything is not okay. <laughs> everything is not okay. Please follow me. And then they come into the house and he kills them. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Jigsaw laughs when he's killing them. Now, the, uh, the task force have got... The mum is like, I don't know where the money is, I swear to God. Yeah. And Jigsaw's like, what about you, little girl? Would you like to swear on an imaginary friend? Yeah, because God <laughs> isn't real. God isn't real. Oh, I'm Jigsaw. And Task Force have now got the Punisher in the back of the car, and he's like, look, let me help you. And Colin says, no! And they pull up at the house, and Colin goes in, leaving the Punisher under the... Uh, supervision. The supervision of the other fella. And he just says, look, let me out, and he lets him out straight away, because it turns out... They're mates and he's been cahoots. Getting, in cahoots and been getting information off him for years. Oh. There's a safe upstairs, but there's nothing in the safe. Colin is now in the house. He pulls a gun in the kitchen. Oh. He's not in the right part of town. Now Colin is at the table with the family. He is now a hostage. Captured. Wait though, Fletch, there's a smash from outside. Frank Castle is in the house. Oh, God. The, uh, the son henchman does a little bump of cocaine by the door. He turns around just to get punched through the face by Frank Castle. As he walks through the door, he punches a man through the face. And explodes his face. Yeah. So it happens so quickly. Yeah. Just like the chair scene earlier. Bosh! Straight through it. Colin... I, I really like that she does this. She has these scenes of absolutely ridiculous violence. But... Snap, gone. But they just go like that. Yeah. If you watch other films, they'll really relish in it because, I don't know, they because it's just so <laughs> silly. Because it is what it is, yeah. But the way it happens in this film, just it just snaps out of nowhere and then it's gone. Yeah. There's one henchman left. Frank Castle picks up the little girl and he shoots the motherfucker in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. Where, like, Colin's like, you're under arrest, motherfucker. And he's all walking up to him, and Castle just nonchalantly shoots him in the face. Yeah, kills the other guy. Colin Salmon's reaction. He's like, oh my god! He's like, oh god damn it! That what? was that was so funny. Jim and Jigsaw are on the stairs, and they start shooting at Colin and Frank. The, uh, the other cop is outside, and he calls for backup, and he... That's when, um, when he's on the stairs, that's when Jigsaw goes... Shit! But actually the sound that comes out of his mouth is fuck! <laughs> yeah. The task force move in and finally they have Jigsaw and Jim. Frank Castle has taken the family and he's keeping them safe at, at his hideout, at his underground lair, which he has a toy box full of his, uh, his dead daughter's stuff. Frank smiles. He's got issues, point. mate. He's got issues. He's yeah. keeping it. And he's bonding with the daughter. The snow globe... A carousel. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that my husband could die so you could live out your dead daughter fantasies, Frank. Cheers. The police have got Jigsaw Fletch and they say, You're gonna fry for killing our guys And he says, I want a lawyer. 
Oh, you'll get your fucking lawyer, Jigsaw, but it's not going to do you any good this time. At the police station, the FBI turn up. They're taking over the case. Nice little touch in that scene is the two-way mirror. What about it? It's smashed. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because he smashed all the mirrors. Yeah, Yeah. see? If you you set a rule in a film... You've got to follow it through. Yeah, it can be anything you want as long as you stick to it. Now, the reason the FBI are there, mate, is because Jigsaw says he wants to do a deal with the FBI. Let the situation die down. What his deal is, he says, I want immunity and a shit ton of money for the information about the bioweapon that's coming in. And I also want a little bit of intel about something else. I have so many issues with this. What? What? Well, he's like, there's some biological shit coming in, right? And it's being sold to the Russians. Yeah. And it's about to happen in like 10 minutes. So you have to make a decision right now. It's not about to happen in 10 minutes, is it? No. Because he has the biological weapons. And he's doing the deal. He's selling it. Yeah. If anything, they would have gone, all right, we'll do this deal with you then. Take us to where the deal's going. And he's like, okay, well, drive me back to mine so I can pick up the biological weapon. And they'll go, okay, you're, you're under arrest now because you and the, the Wait, deal stopped. Don't question it, Fletch. They give him it's the terrible. <laughs> but they give him the deal and then cut to the docks where we've got Looney Bin Jim and Jigsaw with the uh, blue neon biochemical weapon and they're Ooh. handing it over to the Russians. Just as they hand it over, the Russians give him the money. He says, you're happy with the merchandise? The Russians are happy. They go to leave. The fucking doors roll up. It's FBI, Homeland Security. It was a fucking sting. The Russian guy says, my father will kill you for this. So it turned out the other condition, after, after they've arrested that they've taken the Russians, the head FBI guy comes in and he says, right, that's the deal. And he's like, what about our other condition? And he gives him a file with all of the intel about the Punisher. And he says, I hope he finds you. And it's got micro on the front. It just gives him everything he needs to know. Right, so the um, police do a deal with him. Yeah. Where he goes and he gets some biological shit that he was going to sell anyway to the Russians, then arrest the people he was selling to. Yeah. And then give him details on some people that he's going to then go from here to murder. Yeah, it's a sweet deal. These police are really, really bad at the job. Because they only got one half of the deal. Craig David has been sent to uh, look after wife and child. He's lovely. And Frank Castle's like, where's Micro? And he's like, he's looking after his mum. And he's like, right, well, I'm going to have to go and speak to him. He trusts that guy very quickly, considering how much he dislikes him at the beginning. Yeah. So Craig David is there keeping watch. While this is going on, Jigsaw is making plans to start a fucking street punk army to take out Castle. They have fucking micro in the back of the car. Gagged, because they've been fucking taking advantage of the file. Punisher gets to micro's house. Hang on. The police knew that he was mates with micro. All along. Who just lives in a house somewhere. Yeah. Gives them the info. These police are rubbish. 
Punisher goes to Micro's house, it's been smashed to bits. Micro has gone, and another thing that's gone is half of his sweet mother's head. His mum's head. Fucking hell, security in the hideout isn't good because Looney Bin Jim has only fucking got in there and thrown something at Craig David and taken him out. <laughs> he chucks a brick at his head. Chucks a brick at Craig David, and then he fucking says, I axed you a question. And then chops Craig David with an axe. I asked you a question. I'm just gonna have to ask you again. Bosh. Now, LBJ, as we'll call him. <laughs> LBJ and Jigsaw have the wife and child at the hideout, and they also have Micro. Punisher finds a note attached to Craig David with an axe. That says, you can come and get your family tomorrow. Gives them the address and says, a sniff of police and we'll kill the fuckers. Craig David says, oh, oh. This, I, I tried. I tried, Frank. And he's like, oh. No, you didn't. You did you your best. immediately by a brick. He asks Frank to shoot him. He's like, Frank, okay, don't let me die like this. Okay, I've changed my mind. This is the best line from the film. Yeah. And what is it? Don't let it's, me die like this. Yeah, he's like, I'll see you in hell, Frank. And he's like, if I catch you anywhere near hell, I'll kick your ass. Yeah. And then he shoots him. And he shoots him. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure. It's either that or it's the one before. Okay. What was the other one? I can't remember what it was. See, now. I've forgotten it now. Yeah. This one, it's melted before the, uh, the bright light. It's, it's recorded, so it's fine. Speaking of bright light, what a segue. Everybody loves a church, but what about a fucking neon church, mate? Frank goes to see his old friend at the church. It turns out at this point we find out that Frank was involved in the church at some point. Yeah. 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 How, between him being a special forces military man... He was a priest. ...who became the greatest, like, most deadly soldier in the world ever, yeah. and then his family dying and him becoming a vigilante... He was a priest. He was also a priest. Yeah, yeah. How many hours are in the day, Malachi? Well, I don't know, but he, he, he talks to his old friend there, um, Mike, I believe, and he's telling him about all the situation that's been going on, and he's like, look, Frank, you're going to get judged for this. This is bad fucking juju in the eyes of the Lord. And he says, I'm okay with that. And he says, God be with you, Frank. And Frank says, Sometimes I wish I could give my hands on God. There you go, that's even better. Frank sits and he looks at the neon cross and Colin sits down next to him and he says, this is a strange mate, place to meet, Frank. And he's like, wow, I used to be a priest. Really? Yeah, yeah. well, I did, yeah. <laughs> Let's just skirt over that. What, what's happening? And he's like, Jigsaw has them. He's like, God damn it. We need to get them. And Colin says, unless you have hard video evidence of Jigsaw with wife and kid, then we cannot touch him. And Frank says, this is a fucked up system. That we swore to protect. And Connie says, that's the law, mate. That's the law, unfortunately. Yeah. We've got to see him here. It's, it's how you prevent things like fucking policemen being shot. Well, Colin says, look, why have you asked me to come here? And Frank says, Jigsaw wants me in exchange for the family. And I need you to secure the trade above board. But no policeman whatsoever. It's bad juju, and he's like, I can't. So Frank is well and truly back on board yeah. with his moral kind of compass. Just killing people willy-nilly is fine because of that poor, poor show of policeman work. And Colin says, look, I'm going to have to think about it. And Frank says, the clock is ticking, Colin. 
Jigsaw and Jim are now going all over town recruiting all kinds of street punks and gangs. And when I say all kinds of street punks and gangs, it's all of them, mate. Every single kind. We've got your hip-hop gangsters, Yakuza's, the Irish... Jigsaw delivers this heart-rendering speech in front of American in front of an American flag. Yeah. To all of these guys, they've all got their own colours because it's gangs, and I mean they have that in neon. Yeah. He's uh, recruited a lot of guys. Slipknot plays. Yeah. Ah. Psychosocial. We can't have a Punisher film without some new metal. No. And uh, what was it in the last one? I don't know. Drowning pool. Drowning pool. If you want to step up, <laughs> gotta get that down. The street punk army is turning up to the hotel that the gang have stolen. But they're not the only people that are tooling up because Frank Castle on the other side of town is tooling up like a motherfucker. Now He's got every gun. Every gun known to man. Colin has got a plan. Colin goes to get some help in an an unorthodox way for a policeman. He goes to see the aforementioned father of the Russians. He says, look, these fuckers have killed your son. I know who they are. I can give the information and I can take care of them. But I need something else taken care of. I need you to help me. They've filled a fucking hotel full of street punks and I need you to kill the Yakuza. And he says, no worries, my friend. The street punks are preparing a game of death raid situation in the hotel. There's obstacles all over the place. They've got bags of weapons and there's a fucking banging metal soundtrack now, Fletch, as they're fucking stacking that place up. The Russians are here. They're queuing up outside. Colin is outside. How are they able to do all this? What? Get all these weapons and... Make all this noise, all these explosions and gunshots. Well, that gets... That gets explained, mate. When the Punisher turns up and they're looking in and saying, how are they making all this noise? And he says, I've called in a demolition to the council. So they think this place is being demolished. They think we're going to be setting dynamite off all night. Everything's going to be fine. Jigsaw and Jim have Micro and the family tied up in a fucking badass lair upstairs. Top floor lair with the fire pit and all that. It's an empty steam room. It looks really good. The Russians knock the door and the Yakuza man answers it and he's like, you guys aren't coming here. What, do you, what are you here for? And he says, we are here for the Punisher party. And he lets them in. Punisher goes, he goes to get into the building. Colin says, I'm going to come with you. Um, uh, I, need, I, I need to come and help you to get the family out. Frank Castle is not having any of this. He says, you're going down a dark path. If you go this way, you should have stopped like I should have stopped. And he, bam! He knocks her out, knocks him out. The Russians are inside. They open cases and cases full of guns. And the accuser look at them like, what the fuck are these Russian fellas doing? The old man gives them a nod and they fuck the whole lot of them up. I bet they felt like a right bunch of twats. What a bunch of nanas. Frank goes in through the rooftop. He lands on the rooftop and he jumps straight through the window and just picks people up. This is just the end. The note now it's just... Oh, God. He fucking annihilates everyone this on the... This goes mental. It's just fucking crazy. He kills everyone on the staircase. All of the hip-hop gangbanger guys are in one room. So he fucking throws a hand grenade through the door and just kills them all in one go. 
This is where Jigsaw and Jim hear what's going on, and Jim's like, it's time, and he runs off. Still, he says, he goes, it's time. <laughs> Frank Castle has killed everyone. Oh, no, he hasn't. There's a guy in the lift, opens the lift, shoots him in the head. There's a fat Irishman in the fucking lift. Yeah. And he goes, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, what do you like? Oh, for fuck's sake. Shh. And why did that happen? So that Looney Bin Jim could come up behind him and, and Th- start the fight. That's not why that happened, was it? He must have paid some it towards the film. Someone he? just went, Joe be fucking hilarious. Right? Fat man in the lift. He just shoots a fat Irish bloke in the head. Do you know any fat Irish people? No. But I've got a fat bloke here who can put on an Irish accent. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Sit down. Sit down there. Look at the camera. Then shout that. That would have been filmed completely separately. That, that was a that was an add-in afterwards. Someone's just literally gone, that will be fucking be hilarious. Funny as, funny as fuck. Funny as fuck, say. The, the fight between Looney Bin Jim and Frank Castle spills into the bathroom. They are kicking the shit out of each other. While Jim is kicking uh, Big Frank, he's explaining all the injuries that he's doing to him. Like, I'm popping your ribs. Your heart's fucked now. And then he <laughs> bites Frank. I hate him. He bites Frank. And this pushes Frank over the edge and he smashes the absolute living fuck out of him. Throws him through a load of glass, which then Looney Bin Jim throws like sand in the face of a wrestler, but it's bits of glass into the eyes of Frank and he runs away upstairs to the big fiery lair for the final showdown. Fucking Jigsaw's got a gun. Fucking Looney Bin Jim's got a gun. The whole bases are covered. Oh, it's a good job he didn't get battered in that. Well, it's a... Yeah. It's a bit short-sighted. That plan could have gone tits up. Frank Castle enters the room and Jigsaw says, throw down your gun. Jigsaw then picks up the gun and says, who punishes the Punisher? He's decided that he does and he shoots him with his own gun. Luckily, Punisher has got a top-grade bulletproof vest and none of it does anything. And he says, right... I've got one round left in this gun. I've given you a choice, Frank. You've got, you've got this little girl and you've got your mate. Basically, you shoot one and I'll let the other one go free. The choice is up to you. And Jurassic Park says, Frank, just shoot me, Frank. She's just a kid. And he says, okay. It's quite, some, quite a nice little redemption of that character. Yeah. Because for a while through that film... You do get the feeling like this guy is really bad. Yeah. He's talking about collateral damage and like you know, people are just numbers. He he buys weapons from the Taliban. Yeah. And yeah, it you go through the film for a while feeling feeling like they're not addressing that. Well, so this does something towards that. He says she's just a kid, you're going to have to shoot me and Frank's like, "Okay. Okay. Don't worry, micro." It's not going to hurt. Jigsaw starts counting down. One, two, three. Then Frank turns and he shoots fucking Looney Bin Jim through his head. And Looney Bin Jim is dead. But Jigsaw shoots Micro. And Micro is dead. Castle throws his gun at Jigsaw's hand. Yeah. Jigsaw goes to shoot the family. And and Frank Castle throws himself in front of them like a fucking human shield. He saves them. And then there's the final fight. Frank frees the family and tells them to get out. And he fights Jigsaw to the death. The family <coughs> hide to one side. Yeah. Just and Frank proceeds to 
smash the kick living... the fuck out of Jigsaw. Yeah, he does. Kicks him fucking giddy. He is beating the shit out of him, like really badly, to a point where the mum, who's slid in the room with a door, is like, Frank! Frank, calm and down! And I genuinely, the first time I watched it, I genuinely thought they were going to have this moment of like, Frank, you're no worse than he is. You, if you kill him, you will be a murderer too. And Frank has a whole like, oh, thing. That just tells him to get no, out. No, she's just like, can you stop for a set whilst I get my daughter out? Yeah, get And then what's And the... then they walk out. And he does it again! Press play. Yeah. And he just continues punching the fucking shit out of him. He fucking stabs him with a pole. And then chucks him on the fire. He fucking punches the shit out of him, then stabs him and throws him on a fire. And his eye pops. Sometimes I like those endings in films. Yeah. Beats the living fuck out of him. It's like, do you remember like Gladiator? Everyone is safe. He spent all this time being fucking ludicrous and just killing reams and reams of baddies with ease. Yeah. And then you get the final face down with the main bad guy, which in most films is like the, the final fight, the big villainous fight. But then there's just this certain blunt force logic of like, yeah. of course he's going to kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Look what he's done so far. After all that silliness, mm. suddenly the film just decides to be really real and just say, yeah, of course he'd batter him. Sets him on fire. Everyone is safe. They're all outside. Frank comes outside and they say, you okay? Connor says, you need to get out of here, mate. The police are going to be coming. And mum says, wait, don't go. My husband used to talk about you. He said you were one of the good guys. She said they used to argue about him. Oh, really? Yeah. She said, my husband and I used to argue about you. He used to say, you're one of the good guys. Uh, she didn't. She thought he was a shit. Yeah. And then he killed her husband. Yeah. But now it's okay. Now it's okay. Because now she's been kidnapped. Well, he waved, on the back of that. He waves goodbye and he walks off into the night with the other policemen and they say, let's, Frank, let's go for a drink. Let's go for a beer. They walk past the neon church. Frank disappears into the night. The policeman is about to get mugged and he just goes, Frank, this dickhead wants to rob me. Oh, because he he's walks, talking about how he doesn't agree with the death penalty. Yeah. Because he's some fucking pussy ass lib. Yeah. But then a mugger comes and he's like, okay, okay, Frank, murder him. Frank walks to the top of the stairs. There is a neon cross oh. that says, Jesus saves. The Jesus disappears. It says saves because Frank Castle saves. The film ends. Rob Zombie starts. So right wing. There we go then, Pe- uh, Fletch. Punisher Warzone. We managed to get to the end of that. That was a fucking... There's a lot of information on oh, those notes. really right wing that was. Yeah. But did you enjoy it? Sure, I did. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a goodest thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's a good film. It's a good old film. You reckon? Well, did you enjoy it? I don't, I've said all of the things about it. Yeah? I reckon I could probably say more. Five stars? Definitely. Uh, yes, five stars. Punisher. Definitely, definitely watch that TV series, though. Well... I will, I will start watching that TV series uh, post-haste. It is amazing. Thank you for joining us again, ladies and gentlemen, for Super Tap Film Club. Uh, next week, we're going to be diverting away from the action for a little bit. We're going to be mixing things up again. Next week, Fletch, we're watching Freaked. And we'll see you then. Suddenly, they are burning to your eyes.